Yo, what's going on? You know who it is. You know what it is. It's uh, fucking Tuesday, the 18th, 2020. What's going on? Um, I got some things to go over, some little topics here and there. Um, first things first, I like to give, I wouldn't even like to give, but I got to give a rest in peace shout out to Xavier. Um, Xavier, I, I don't really know the full details. I mean, from some of the things that I saw posted, it, it looked like a, you know, suicide type deal. Um, it, overall, you know, I mean, it doesn't really matter. He's gone and, uh, it's a fucking shame, man. He's, he was a young cat. And um, an absolute staple in early 2000s East Coast wrestling. You know, um, Ring of Honor, that early Ring of Honor, ICW, um, JAPW. Um, I mean, his matches with Low Key, you know, and all these cats. Because, I don't know, it, it, it's so hard to wrap your head around when you see guys that talented you know, this dude was in great shape, and, uh, you know, he always just seemed to be just well put together, um, I saw him at the Jersey All-Pro, um, Hall of Fame thing, he inducted Loki, and, uh, I mean, he was doing MMA stuff, I mean, you just never know, you know, he just, everything seemed to be going pretty well, I don't know the guy at all, personally, but, he sure presented himself as if things were on the up and up, but you never know. Um, talented beyond talented. Uh, he was one of those dudes. He, you know, he had some good size on him, so he could do a lot of power stuff. He was super quick, did some high flying stuff. You'd see him in occasional ladder matches and shit. Um, just crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, I saw recently he had started to tease like a comeback. And I know he was doing the MMA stuff, but he started to say stuff with um, the dude Deranged. And it seemed like he was he was teasing it like a comeback and maybe wrestling him. And then um, when he passed, Danny DeMano had posted something about um, dude wanted to come back to ICW and wrestle Loki. And he was talking him into Tony Deppin, which would have been phenomenal. Um, but man, I... It's so sad to see these wrestlers continuously just drop off like this, you know. And, uh, you know, I mean, rest in peace to do. My thoughts go out to, you know, his family and, and friends and all of that. Because, obviously, way, way too soon. But, um, yeah. Um, Shaheen sent me a bunch of topics. Shaheen's recording this for me again tonight, so... Um, big respect to that for him, to him for that. Jesus Christ, I can't even talk. Um, Nuclear Heat Graphics, check him out there. He does a podcast, I think it's called Garden of Doom. I don't know, you know, I, I try to learn this new shit that Shaheen comes out with everything. He, he goes through a lot of different fucking uh, companies, you know what I mean? But, uh, I mean, he, he's making fucking moves, so that's that's what's up. Uh, Shaheen, you know, he hits me with these fucking topics too. And Shaheen knows the deal. You know what I mean? He, he knows what the fuck I cover, what, what I might cover. Even shit that I don't even know that much about. He, he throws some shit out there that, you know, I, I, I could do something with. Some of these motherfuckers, man, I don't even understand. I ask him on my page, like, hey, man, you, you know, any topics or whatever? 
and then they say some shit like, oh, the, the NWA taping last week. What do you, you know goddamn well if you listen to my show that I don't give a shit about the NWA taping. Clearly you don't listen to my fucking show. And at that point, look, that's fine. But why are you giving me fucking questions when I ask? Look, I want to cover what you want to hear me talk about. If, you, if you're listening to the show, I, I go like, yo, man, what do you want to hear me talk about? Because you're going to listen anyway, so... You know, I used to listen to wrestling podcasts. I really don't anymore, but I would, I would tune in and I'd be like, yo, I hope they cover this. And I'd sit there and wait and wait and wait and they'd start talking about something like, oh shit, I bet they're about to bring it up. So if I'm putting it out there, like, Hey man, like give me some shit. You want to hear me cover? I would want you to fucking tell me something and then listen to the show and then hopefully, you know, you'll like or enjoy what I had to say or, or whatever the case is. But if you have no intention on listening to the show, I don't need your motherfucking topics neither. Yeah, I mean, because, again, do you. I'm not saying anybody needs to listen to my show. It is what it is. But, like, why give me topics that you ain't going to fucking listen to me talk about? Anyway, um... Jake Paul, who I guess is a corny-ass YouTube guy, says he'd beat any wrestler in boxing. New Jack challenges him. Do I buy New Jack whooping ass in 2020? Fuck no. New Jack has always been a bully. Um, he's always gone into business for himself. Um, he's, As far as I'm concerned, the most unprofessional wrestler in wrestling. Um, because, yeah, he'll keep shit cool with guys that he knows... He's got to keep shit cool with. You know, you, you didn't see New Jack fucking stabbing the biggest names in wrestling. You didn't see him stabbing bad motherfuckers. You, you saw him abusing motherfuckers who, who couldn't do shit about it, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, people, and like the Vic Grimes thing. Vic Grimes gave him his fucking body, and, you know, he, he did what the fuck he felt like doing. You know, and... And arrogant on the fucking shoot interviews, which I was, I was always entertained by New Jack shoot interviews because he didn't give a fuck, and you know that's entertaining to me. But um, I never, I never considered him, him to be like a bad motherfucker because you know, yeah, he didn't give a fuck, but he he was doing it in a worked environment. Like he was the one not working, but they're they're expecting him to be working you know um so i you know he had a match with chris dickinson not that long ago and dickinson cut this fucking promo it was like <laughs> you know what i mean like like i'll fuck you to fuck up like you know you you think you're gonna shoot on people and do this and do this and you ain't gonna do a fucking thing here and it was for that uh big time wrestling so i mean it, they don't really they don't really put on bangers. They kind of just get some names in the building and a half a convention and, you know, they, they pack a building, but it's, it's more or less uh, family friendly type stuff, you know, but guaranteed fucking new Jack, not in a million years would he try some shit with, uh, Chris Dickinson. Um, you realize too, that like during the time a necro being a, like legit bad motherfucker, like that dude, he, you know, New Jack would shout him out, yo, that's my fucking, that's my guy right there, that's my homie. Because when Necro was a bad motherfucker and, you know, he was doing that deathmatch shit and it was on the top of his game, I mean, 
there was no way New Jack was going to fuck his ass up. So if he wound up in the same fucking circles, I mean, he had to be cool with him. You know, it wasn't going to suddenly be New Jack stabs the necro butcher and he's out of wrestling and oh, he's scared to do shit now. That, that wasn't going to happen. So I, I don't know. I don't know anything about this corny YouTube dude or anything like that. I mean, New Jack might very well be able to beat that dude up. But half the time, you see him out and appearances and this and that. He looks all fucked up. He, he's out of shape. Not that he was ever, like, ripped. But, uh, you know, I, I just... I guess that's a long way of saying that. I don't really buy him whooping ass in, in 2020. Uh, and it, Unless, I guess, you know, again, we're talking about a victim. Not talking about somebody who can handle themselves. We're talking about a victim. Um... Smash Mouth and Jericho put on live concerts and get heat for it. Yeah, like that they did that Sturgis thing, I think, and um, that that just it's fucking retarded. I I can't put it any other way. Like these bike motherfuckers, they packed you know whatever it is a fucking half a million, quarter million fucking people into Sturgis, and, and the the local officials were just too scared to even tell them like, look, we can't do this shit this year. So they just allowed it to fucking come there, pack the fucking town, shoulder to shoulder, fucking no masks, no nothing, acting like COVID doesn't exist. Because, you know, this is how divided this country is right now. That depending on the crowd they're talking to, they have to just go like, all right, fuck it. Just let them do what they want to do. It just you, you can't do anything about it. You know, it's it's super dangerous and, and just um, just irresponsible. I mean, we, we got to get this shit under control, and it ain't going to happen by making exceptions. It's just not. Um, sharpness after the lockdown. Will people be good at their craft, career, after not being in practice for months? Time will tell. I mean, it, it's going to be, uh, you know, survival of the fittest. There's going to be comedians that come out of this shit rusty. There's going to be comedians that have so much fucking material banked up, you know, and same thing, you know, athletically. There's going to be people who are training their fucking ass off because they found a new way to fucking, uh, a, a new routine. They found a new normal and they crushed it. I'm murdering shit physically, man. I am, I'm definitely in the best shape of my fucking life. Uh, I've more consistency to my training in my timeout, but you know how many uh, out of the gym, you know how many fucking people have just abandoned their fucking fitness altogether because they, they don't have the gym and that's that it's a wrap a lot, you know, and I'm sure, you know, you're going to see various different things coming out of the, the professional athletes, you know, probably not as, as wide spread as a you know your common person because there's millions of dollars on the line so that's a good motivational tool but uh you know yeah i mean there's going to be a lot of different people that either had to find a new way shift gears and get fucking real with their shit or they're gonna fall off a little bit time will tell i mean it's it's really uh you just we're gonna find out a lot you know um, I'm trying to make this year fucking great for me. I don't give a fuck. You know, everybody's going to just scream fuck 2020 until this year's over and that, but I, you know, week to week and month to month, I'm, I'm just going to continue to try to crush it in every fucking way I can. You know, I, I'll take a lot of positives out of this year either way. You know, I already know. 
Um, Trump versus the United States Postal Service. Um, this is crazy shit. This is one of the craziest things of all time. And the thing is, is like, I have no ability to understand the fucking, the Trump people. I, I don't understand his supporters at all. This is a blatant, blatant attack on the Postal Service. And he's in, he's admitting it. He's saying right off the bat, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that we should have uh, mail-in ballots. So um, I'm fucking his postal system up. And, and then, like, they're doing two things. They're going, like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fucking this thing up because I don't, I don't want them voting by mail. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to slow down the mail system. And then, on the other side of it, you got people going, like, they're not slowing down the mail systems. Like, he just said they're slowing down the fucking mail system. What do you, what do you mean you, they're not fucking doing it? They got people taking fucking, like, the mailboxes out of fucking circulation like, like they're taking them off the street um daily so i guess we should go back um you know he he um put a new postmaster general in in charge and the dude has told them um as as a as a whole leave the mail if you don't get to it if you don't have enough time to get all of this mail out there then leave it and cut overtime to make sure they had no choice but to leave it. So mail has been a hundred percent slowed on purpose. Um, I mean, this is one of our oldest in institutions in this country. You know, this, this was, you know, one of the, the prides of America uh, to say that our postal system was, was top notch. Um, and, you know, he said that any stimulus package that included money for the Postal Service, he would fucking, he would deny it. He, he would shut it down. I, that's, that's fucking baffling. And the other thing about that is, like, now when they're taking these mailboxes and they've taken sorting machines out of uh, some of the postal offices... People are saying, oh, no, actually, they took those postal boxes because there's less mail uh, going out right now uh, since COVID. And it's like, well, first off, if you know mail-in ballots are going to be needed because of the pandemic, you know that there's going to be a need for more mailboxes, more sorting machines, more overall production and performance out of the postal system you're cutting them the fuck off you're putting handcuffs on the fucking postal system and then turning around and going ah oh, no nah, no nah, we're you know we're uh, we don't have a lot of mail going out now so we're taking some of these boxes out nah that's not the time to do it leading into an election where you know that mail-in ballots are going to be a fucking thing. So it's it's downright fucking criminal. And I, I have no idea how these people continue to continually justify it. I watched one of Trump's fucking ads this morning. I'm, I'm eating my breakfast and on comes one of fucking Trump's ads against Biden. And they're showing a clip of Biden lying. No, dude, he was lying. In 1987. 19 fucking 87. 
dude was lying about uh, this, his uh, school credits, like saying he, he he graduated with three degrees and then the top percentage of his class, which he graduated with one degree and it wasn't in the top percentage of his class. Okay, that was 1987. And they're going, do you want a man that lies like this? Trump has lied like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of times that you can go on the internet. There's compilations of the fucking lies that he said since the beginning of this pandemic. The beginning of the pandemic, he said, there's no such thing as a coronavirus. This is all a hoax to fucking screw him out of the election. It's not a real thing. You know. That these are these are fucking things that he has done along the way. If you have to go back to 1987 and go, do you want a liar in office, dude? Come on, there's no fucking way this guy should win again. You know, his other big campaign move is Joe Biden is old. He's really old. Have you ever fucking went at like hard at somebody and not been joking like, yo, that motherfucker's old and they were only three years older than you? Have you have you ever done that shit? Have you ever like saw somebody and like, look at this old motherfucker and they were three years older than you? Because that's what's that's what's been going on. And again, like this dude has been in question of losing his fucking mind and his fucking sanity and and all of that shit throughout his whole fucking campaign. You can see all sorts of clips and quotes and things that were just like, what are you talking about? This dude said, uh, you know, I put my trust in uh, these people. They did things like the AIDS vaccine, like the what now? But then, like, if Biden says just a word off in a sentence, be like, see, he he's senile. He's not equipped to run this. But the AIDS vaccine's okay with you guys. You know what I mean? This is, this is what I'm saying is, like, any hard stance against Biden is something you could turn around and be like, but you, you, you're riding with this guy? Because he's, he's a lot worse than exactly what you're talking about. Like, the exact topic you're talking about, he doubles down on that shit. Um, it, it, it's, it's very difficult to understand these people. I, I just don't get it. Um, and then, seemingly, Republicans out of nowhere, which seems like, again, it's the weirdest timing. You feel like you're not even on this planet. Like, you're, you're watching this from some alternate universe. Because they, they started doubling down on... Uh, Trump is stopping human trafficking better than any president. He's the only president that ever cared about human trafficking. And it's like, dude, he just wished a woman well who's up on child sex trafficking charges and has countless fucking pictures of hanging out with her in parties where she was known to have lured children, teenage girls into fucking sex rings. That was what her gig was. And he, he was seen at fucking like 15, 20 parties. There's pictures of them in all sorts of different outfits together, hanging out over the years. And she's up on the charges now, and he openly wished her well. I can't understand where a fucking Trump supporter will be like, 
I am so against human trafficking and it needs to stop and no one's going to stop it except for this guy. And it's like, what the fuck? What? I, I don't understand. I just don't fucking get it. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't add up. He, he's pro-life knowing goddamn well Donald Trump has paid for countless fucking abortions. Come on, man. You're, you're really gonna, you're gonna run with that? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, Kamala Harris was announced as, uh, the running mate for Biden. This was, you know, I don't know. I'm not that political. You know, a lot of this is like, I was never a political guy, but so much of this is just forced on us at this point. Things are so critical and, Trump has been just so aggressive and just blatant about shit that you can't help but react to it. And then seeing the people just defend this bullshit and attack people over lesser things. You know, I I can't help but comment on it. I can't help but feel a certain way about it. A global pandemic being handled the way that it's handled. And the, the, the vision in this country... And, and the racist fucking fire that's been lit under these motherfuckers, it, it, it's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this. This is, you know, this is the guy who swore he was going to make America great again. I, I don't see the greatness, guys. I, I, I see a lot of fucking anger, a lot of division, and, and, and a fucking pandemic that doesn't look like we have any fucking hold on it. We have no grasp on it. I, I, uh, I, I don't understand. Um, but Kamala Harris, like I said, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about her. Um, I know, you know, he was really geared towards picking a female vice president. Um, so, you know, you got it. And, uh, I, I, I don't know. All I know is uh, we need this guy out. We need fucking Trump out of there. Um, Kamala dies. Uh, Kamala the wrestler dies. And, uh, you know, wrestling girls making memes within seconds, uh, you know, because it's Kamala. You know what's fucking crazy, though, is because if you remember like a year or two ago, he was like, he was in a hospital bed. He had like a shotgun. Hey, remember those videos? And he was saying, like, Kamala 2020. And I was like, everyone was like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. I hope you just make it through whatever is going on with you right there. And uh, it's fucking wild that, you know, Kamala 2020 is, is on the uh, the ballot. Not the same Kamala, but, like, kind of weird that that's, that's the vice presidential candidate. It's the same name that he was he was pitching from a very unrealistic standpoint on his end, but you know in, in reality it comes kind of back around. So rest in peace, Kamala. But um, which versus rap battle would I like to see? Uh, Busta Rhymes and um, mm, even like a Busta Rhymes and Eminem. Uh, I'd like to see fucking, 
Meth and Redman go back and forth. That shit would be dope because they got that chemistry. Um, speaking of, Meth is doing his fucking thing in the gym. Meth's doing his fucking thing. Bus is doing his fucking thing. That's really good to see. You know, you get motherfuckers looking like DMX all over the place, and that's not a good look. But Meth's out there crushing it. Um, but yeah, man, I those, you know, 90s rappers man like to bring some of that shit back like i i even i really like that dmx and uh snoop thing and snoop carried that shit but um yeah you know a lot of that 90s rap i'd love to see a lot more of that shit back and those you know verse battles and shit they're dope it was more a performance than like a versus anything um but yeah i like to see like fucking Cassidy and Papoose, you know, do sh- do some shit together. Um, um, do some, like, fucking new and old mix where you get, like, um, trying to think of who will be up against them, but, like, Quadir Latif and, um, like, KRS or, you know what I mean? Like, somebody, like, old school that can go you know variety of ways um black thought black thought and quadir latif that'd be dope um yeah i mean there's a lot of options for sure um let me see uh Joey Janela gives up his Twitter and AEW gets 29 accounts taken down due to calling him Jelly Nutella. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. The, the, the fucking... I, I thought that shit was a work from the start um, as far as him taking his shit down. But maybe not. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. Everything's fucking sensitive for starters. So if it is legit, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I thought Joey had a little bit better, like uh, thicker skin, but then again, not really, because he, he, you know, he deleted me for a long time over the things I was saying, and uh, you know, I mean, I, I've I've pieced up with him since, and yeah, I like Joey, and um, you know, he, he's he's been on some bullshit in the past, but um. You know, I, I see glimpses of what I know he can do. You know, he goes in there and he starts fucking training and he gets, you know. You know, it, it's a better look. You know, because when he's out there just guzzling those fucking uh, hard seltzers or whatever the fuck he's doing. This shit looks. It looks bitch ass. Like when it comes down to it. And you're just sloppy as fuck drinking wine coolers. Like, that shit doesn't look tough. That shit doesn't look dope. You know, I mean, anybody could be a fucking train wreck. That takes zero fucking talent. Ask Kid Osborne. He does that shit all the time in his kitchen. Shit takes no talent. You know what I mean? Sit around in his kitchen, drink wine like fucking Sarah Jessica Parker on Facebook Live. You know what I mean? Go do some push-ups, motherfucker. Uh, that's what Cowboys fans do. They sip wine in their fucking kitchen on Facebook Live. That's, that's what they do. You know what I mean? That's why they're never going to win another Super Bowl. So... You know, uh, I'm good with it though. Uh, 
see, I, I don't know anything about, you know, what the deal is with that, if it's legitimate or not, with the Joey on taking accounts down and shit like this, but what can you do? Um, Josh Crane marks out and goes AEW figure shopping and posts about it. Where is the pride in being a wrestler and not a mark? Um, I mean, I agree with this shit. I mean, he looked fucking like mentally challenged. I, I <laughs> this dude had like a young bucks figure with like an ear to ear smile, and he said like we went to like fucking eight targets just to find this, and we finally got it. And and me and my wife, and, and like he's just standing there looking just fucking challenged and like if you're a wrestler look i understand being a wrestler and being a fan of wrestling i i've never had a problem with like wrestlers taking pictures with wrestlers and stuff because hey man you got into this shit because you loved it and, and if you see a guy you admire and this and that and then you want to go get a picture with him and shit i understand that this this shit crosses the line a little bit where it gets a little fucking weird you know, when you're that geeked out over, like, a Young Bucks figure, but you're also a wrestler, like, th that that shows that nobody should be looking to sign you ever. You know, not that they were, but, um, it's just such a fucking weird look. He's just, he's a strange cat, you know, because he pimped that fucking long time, uh, yeah, I'm Drake Younger's guy, I'm his student and all that. And uh, then he, he would post, like, this weird shit, like, you know, train hard while your enemy sleeps and, uh, you know, work harder than everybody else, and that's the difference. And it's like, dude, he looks pregnant every fucking time I've seen him. Like, what are you working hard at? I, I'm seeing no improvement in your physique. It looks fucking crazy. But, again, like, do you, but... Why post such how hard you're working and show zero results? It's 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 like that DJ itis. Um, Matt Tremont signed the blockbuster match of Frankie Picard and Connor Claxton for the dream match of the century. I mean, everybody was asking for this, and they finally lined the talent up, got them to sign on the dotted line for this. This uh, show stealer, this uh, it, it's a super card in one match. Um, who gives a fuck about Frankie Picard versus fucking anyone? I, I know that like this is part of that carny shit that that I hate about fucking Tremont and wrestling in general. But when you try to sell shit as gold, I, I, again, I know that's you trying to sell your product and this and this. But like, who gives a fuck? About either one of these guys. Now, now Connor has some talent. And Connor has been good in the past. You know. He's another guy who doesn't do shit with himself physically. Um, but he's, he's he's got something though. And, and I'd say. You know. He's a legitimate tough. Tough guy. Um, I, you know. I, I think he, he can do some things. Frankie's a worthless piece of shit. And, and, and I'm not going to stop fucking getting on this guy. Because this dude has eight fucking kids. Eight fucking kids. How how long are we going to just like fucking drag this fucking deadbeat dad out and try to get fucking support behind him with a cigarette gimmick? Get the fuck out of here with this shit. And then let's have him ride a horse because that that's what the fuck he... he get, get the fuck out of here with this. 
Um, the Necro Butcher has aged like 10 years since the match with Schlack, uh, Sheen says. I, look, he looks fucking very fucking elderly. Um, and I think he's like 45 or 48 or some stupid shit like that. Like, he's not even 50 years old, but he looks like 80. Uh, which is good, because, I mean, he's a cunt, and, you know, the sooner that he's not on the planet, that, that'll be better. Um, you know, one, one less asshole yelling racist Trump shit and uh, punching women in the face. You know, just, just all things I don't really respect. So, I mean, he could check out any time now, and I'm good with it. Um, seeing Schlack break his orbital socket, you know, that, that was a good parting gift, you know. Um... Thoughts on ICW pushing John Wayne Murdoch to the top? Why not Schlack? I don't understand why Schlack continues to just just miss the mark as far as like the full push. You know, sometimes it, it looks like they're going to. Sorry, I dropped my mouse on the floor just now, so I had to make sure that uh, you know, I didn't do anything stupid to my uh, in my mic or anything. Um. But yeah, I don't understand it. I feel like he's absolute money. Um, Murdoch is another guy who looks fucking pregnant with twins. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what's so marketable about the guy. The guy can't cut a fucking promo. Um, he could work some crazy-ass death matches, but I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really understand it. Um, I, I never will. I mean, Schlack just seems like the, the go-to guy. I feel like I would understand if one company had him fucking just beating everybody in sight, then maybe the other company would hesitate and be like, well, you know, I, I don't want to do what they're doing, so we're going to give him a couple losses over here because, you know, he can't win everything. But, like, I, I thought King of the Death was his because other other companies have drugged their feet on it, and I feel like Ian likes to capitalize on what other companies are failing to hit the mark on sometimes and uh he he completely fucked that up and went with eric ryan which you know eric ryan's great and everything but i mean the interference and the you know making him like the fan favorite schlack was the fan favorite and gets screwed out of the tournament i mean i guess this is for like a future angle to continue but who gives a fuck about anything future over there so uh yeah, I don't really get it, but what can you do? Um, Scott Summers and Joker, are they done? Why is nobody using them if not? I, I don't really know. I mean, Scott, Scott's been sober for a long time, and uh, he's doing fucking phenomenal. Uh, I see him just continuously crushing it in the gym and everything. Uh, I Definitely, I got to get him back on the podcast. He's one of the few people I'd, I'd actually like to talk to again, And because um, I talked to him online a bunch. And, uh, and Joker's a great dude, too. Um, Joker, I mean, he's got that legit job that, uh, you know, he can't really jeopardize fucking around with too many companies and this and this. And, you know, wrestling definitely took like a back burner for him where if the time and, and everything is right for him to work a show, he was down to work a show. And it seemed like some things were going to happen as far as him being a regular in this place or that place. And then injuries would happen um companies would go under like jersey all pro seemed to be like it was going to be a study you know he had that click going you know he was in there with um 
you know, with Homicide and, and Loki and, you know, that, that looked legit. That looked like it was going to be, you know, some real, real ill shit. And, uh, yeah, I, I was looking forward to that continuing, but, you know, Jersey All Pro just like completely went under, um, and that, that was just, you know, once Fat Frank wasn't there, did other people try to step into that role that had no business doing it? And it turned into something it wasn't. So, yeah. It's like, you know, for the sake of Fat Frank's legacy, you always want things to continue. You know, you, you don't want it to die. But so much of what Jersey Alper was, was Fat Frank and everything he brought to the table. So I feel like it had to end. Which definitely wasn't my initial feelings. My initial feelings were it needs to continue for Fat Frank. But without Fat Frank, it just plain out can't, un unfortunately. So, you know, guys who shouldn't be bookers wound up being bookers. And, you know, it, it just it wasn't good. But um, it had promise. But uh, that's what I think it is as far as uh, Joker goes. Scott, I, I don't know. You know, if he has interest in still wrestling or anything like that, I mean, he's in fucking top shape for sure. But, you know, he seems to be, you know, holding it down over there in Texas and stuff. So, again, that's, you know, that's going to be a flight or a long, long fucking drive for the sake of what? You know, um, you know, uh, ICW show or, I mean, I, I think he's 100% worth flying him in. But it's just a matter of, you know, whether he's willing, whether they're, you know, wanting. But uh, I, I think he's 100% marketable. Um, yeah, like him and Schlack and a fucking feud or something. You know, this is the type of shit that I'd, I'd like to see. Um, a Viking War Party member Jake gets a match with Cody on AEW. What's the hype about? I have no idea. I, I think, you know, what it is, is it's just like... He has enough of a following. People like the kid. And, you know, he got, you know, booked on AEW. So then it's, you know, all eyes on that. Uh, trying to think of what else I got. I don't really have a whole lot more. Um, fucking, uh, the Muppets Now show is pretty dope. Um, I like it. You know, it's it's got to it's it's hit and misses, hits and misses, but uh, I I think it's worth watching if you're a Muppet fan. I think they're up to episode three now. I I'm a little behind, so I'm only up to episode two. Might actually be almost at four now because I think they're dropping one a week, and I think they should be putting four out any day now. I gotta figure out exactly what day it is that uh, they come out. Um, Madden should be out any day now. I want to say like Tuesday or some shit, and I will be on that shit the first day it comes out. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much that. Uh, football season is right around the motherfucking corner. Um, I gotta figure out how I'm watching shit. I used to go to uh, my buddy Steve's house, uh, you know, watch the Niners because he had the direct TV deal. Um, I got like too many trees around my yard. I don't think direct TV will hit it. Um, the satellite, I got to call them and see if they'll try again. Cause last time we called them out, they walked around my yard. We were like pretty much signed up and ready. 
and they walked around the yard with their little fucking gun pointing at the sky and were like, nope, can't get a good angle. Sorry, guys. And it was just like, that That was it. Like, nah, we ain't fucking with you. Like, oh, all right. That's uh, fucking terrible. So, um, yeah, I got red zone and all that, but because the way I'm looking at it is I, I can't be fucking going over people's houses and shit. You know, he's got kids. I got kids. Uh, he's he's a lot more lenient about shit, so I have a feeling like he's going to have friends over and everything, but I, I'm not about it. So I'm trying to get that fucking Niners games on my 65-inch TV out in the fucking living room. And I, uh, I'm hyped for, for the season. It's, it's fucking right around the corner. Um, so uh, we re-signed Kittle to a crazy-ass big deal. And, uh, you know, five years, Kittle's with us. And that's, that's, that's what's up. He's the best tight end in the league. Fuck what you heard. Um, you know, anybody will tell you that, except for, you know, some Chiefs fans will tell you otherwise. But, come on, you know the deal. Uh, Kelsey's a great, great fucking uh, tight end. But let's not get it fucked up. George Kittle's fucking amazing. Uh, he can easily, as long as he stays healthy, he can go down as the greatest tight end of all time. I truly believe that. Uh, he has the skill set, blocking ability. Um, I mean, he's just, he's hard to fucking tackle. And, uh, yeah, he, he is a fucking dynamite player. So, I, I'm really looking forward to what we're going to do. Um, Jalen Hurd fucking tore his ACL or some shit. So, he he had a good preseason last year and then broke his back. I mean, they thought it was like a strain and he ended up having like a fracture in his back. So, uh, he, he never played football last year. So that was the end of that for him. But, uh, yeah. And it was like, Oh, we're going to get Jalen Hurd back. It's going to be great. He showed some great promise last year in preseason, spent the whole year out. He's all healthy. And then fucking tore his ACL in preseason. So, but we got a lot of fucking weapons. Uh, we got Tavon Austin we signed, which I thought we didn't even have room on the wide receiver core. And then do went blue as ACL was like, Oh, okay. Now we do. So, um, yeah, I mean, with Debo and uh, Kendrick Bourne and um, Brandon Ayuk, and uh, I mean, we we got fucking weapons. We got weapons, man. It, it's gonna be a problem. I actually just got my Mostert jersey today. I ordered all these jerseys from um, China in fucking April, and. Took me a long time, and he started hitting me with, oh, you know, with a COVID, and it's uh, it's tied up at the airport, and this and that. And it took a long fucking time, and then I got like all but one jersey and uh, and a flag, a Niners flag that I got. And I started hitting him up and hitting him up and hitting him up. I was like, all right, guy, I haven't gotten that second package yet. Fucking Jesus Christ! So I uh, sent him a message last week, and I was like. Hey, you know what's going on? They're like, oh, maybe you wait seven more days, and uh, if not, I, I'll send you another package. This is how they they type. Um, so I said, all right. And it's like, I, I feel like when you hit them up and they tell you give me seven more days, that's exactly when they fucking sent it, because they did that shit on the first package. And I was like, hey, uh, missing some shit, and they're like, oh yeah, 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 it's two packages. And then like another month went by. And then, uh, 
I hit them up. They're like, yeah, give me, uh, give it seven more days. And if it doesn't show up, I'll send a new one. And then boom, showed up. So I, I just got it today. So now that order is complete. I don't think I'm placing another one with them just because it, it's too fucking nerve wracking. It took a long fucking time. And I get it. You know, with the COVID, everything's fucked up. And especially now that there's jerk offs attacking the postal system. I can't imagine I'm getting anything anytime fucking soon if I order it from China. Um, but, you know, what can you do? Got my shit ready for the season. I got my Debo. I got my Fred Warner. I got my fucking um, Mostert. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I got the, the 95 Dion. So those are my new ones. You know, I already had some some jerseys on, you know, our, our squad. You know, with Jimmy and Boza. And uh, I had the Forrest Buckner, but, you know, I traded him. I don't know if I'm looking to get another name change. Because I got, initially, it was an Alden Smith jersey. And, you know, number 99. And I got the name plate to change it. And uh, I switched it to DeForest Buckner. Now, I got Javon Kinlaw, who just came in. He's going to be number 99. And Buckner's gone. I didn't have a problem with Buckner. I love Buckner. So, Alden Smith, I mean, he really just turned himself into a complete jerk off DUIs and fucking domestics and, you know, uh, running around with guns and all sorts of stupid shit. So, I couldn't wait to change his fucking jersey because, you know. Uh, when the fuck am I ever going to wear it and represent this guy? So when Buckner came in, I was like, perfect. This guy is a beast. Uh, you know, stand-up dude, all that shit. So I didn't have a problem with that. But now it's like, I didn't even like seeing DeForest Buckner go. You know, so I, I don't know if I want to change his, his name on there. I'll probably just leave it alone for at least this season and see what goes on. I mean, if Ken Law ends up being a fucking phenom, then I just got to decide, do I buy a new jersey with the 99 to Kinlaw or do I name change Buckner's jersey? So, But yeah, you know, I got Kittle. Um, Kittle's my uh, old Vernon Davis jersey that I got the name change on. So, Because um, when he left, he was a jerk off. Talk shit about the team and all that. Um. And now the NBA playoffs have started, too. So, um, should be pretty interesting to see how they do. I mean, so far, though, that bubble shit is the move. And, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how the football season is going to go. Um, I feel like they have the type of fucking money that it's going to have to fucking go one way or another. And I feel like they have enough people on, you know, practice squads and this and that, that r rosters are going to be crazy. And you'll have people just, like, pulled one week and be like, oh, fucking uh, Tom Brady's not playing next week because he got the COVID. Yeah, <laughs> you know, shit like that. Like, it's going to be wild. And they're like, oh, he's out for a couple weeks at least. And then he might be cleared. And uh, betting is going to be fucking crazy this year because you'll have, like, a a fucking three-point spread, and then the star team, you know, player on the other team goes out, and that spread is fucking way off. Because you would never bet on a fucking, you know, a favorite without their starting quarterback. Especially when he looked great last week. But now, everything being uncertain, you know, 
spreads could fucking jump. You can get just like free wins off of these fucking games or, or automatic losses that seem like a sure win. So it's going to be an interesting fucking year of betting. I'll tell you that much. Um, but yeah, check out my man, Jeremy over it. I got you five stars over there interviewing people and uh, reviewing shows and doing all of that. Check him out for sure. Uh, check out Eric Williams at the, the, the fucking Eagles podcast over there. Uh, they're going to talk about the future of failure and things to come in that nature. Uh, check out uh, Wrestling Soup. Check out Andrew Carluck, False Count Radio, Struggling with Sozio, and again, Shaheen at uh, Hostile City Graphics, Nuclear Heat Graphics. Fucking, <laughs> fucking kills me with his names. He named that fucking company within like two weeks. He renamed the fucking company. He's like, bro, I don't have that mental capacity. Like, you understand? Like, my hard drive is like, you know what I mean, it runs slower. 42 years old. Try to get me to remember your shit. And then you change the shit that was your shit. And uh, the Garden of Doom. And uh, all of this. You know, check these motherfuckers out. And uh, I think that's about all I got. I'll check you motherfuckers out next week. Oh, t- tomorrow night, I got the, the Burt Kreischer drive-in show that I'm going to. So I'll definitely talk to you about it next week and tell you, you know, if this is a future of comedy. I got to tell you, like... I don't, I think that they should be making fast fucking moves to, to gear back into drive-in theaters. I really do. I, I think they should do high fucking end drive-in theaters, get nice fucking hills sloped out real nice so you can fucking park and see over the car in front of you, um, you know, and, you know, get your nice refreshment stand and all of that shit, the fucking... You know, the sound pumped into your fucking, your car, you know, I mean, I I think this is the way it's got to go. And if they're able to do that successfully enough where you got drive-ins all over every state, these Hollywood movies could start coming out again. They could start, uh, you know, putting them out. They could put their actors and actresses in the bubbles. They can get shit filmed and they could put out big fucking budget movies and be able to pull in the money for you know, the, uh, the, the viewing of it, you know, the, the entrance. So, yeah, um, that's what I think should happen. You know, there's a couple old ones, I guess, still around or whatever the case is, but I, I really think we're talking like gear towards the future. It's going to be a minute. Are we just going to completely, you know, allow the movie industry to go belly up? Or are we going to fucking... The other thing they've been doing is, you know, straight to Netflix, straight to On Demand, straight to all of that. But the theater experience is still kind of lost. So, you know, I think that's the way to go. Gear towards these these, uh, drive-in theaters. I'll let you know next week how the fucking drive-in comedy goes because I I never done no shit like that before. I mean, nobody has. You know, this, this is a brand new concept, and uh, yeah, I'll catch you up on all of that and whatever else next week. If you listen to my show and you have some shit you want to hear me talk about next week, you know, think of some topics or whatever, hit me with it, and I'll be more than glad to uh, to uh, talk about it. Ah, uh, we put out this video from um, my work 
if you go check on my page, you'll see it. And we're talking about keeping cats inside and stuff like that. And I'm very proud to have been part of putting out that message. So if you can go and share that and, uh, you know, give it a watch. All right. Uh, that's all I got for that. All right. Peace.